Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together. on Blog Talk Radio. This is John Fisher, your host. And uh, I am also doubling as producer tonight, so if anything drastic happens, it's my fault. Um, but uh, I am so excited about our guest. I know, I know. There's Marty. I do have some help. I'm not by myself. I've got Marty on. And then uh, I'm very excited about our guest we have tonight is an old friend from uh, the Bay Area, um, actually a, a, a wonderful guitar player, songwriter, singer, and uh, played in, uh, well, the closest thing I ever had to a band uh, during my music, years of my music traveling and music career um, was, was a band that uh, uh, Tim played in uh, along with about a few other guys. We did my, my one tour... <laughs> Remember, I won world tour was uh, the Northwest. I think we we did uh, nine cities, and uh, that was John Fisher's world tour. But uh, uh, Tim has just been such a great brother. He was in my also in my first New Covenant discipleship group. We want to talk about that tonight. Uh, we want to talk about what he's doing now with music and worship, and not only that, but his wife Marcia is here, and uh, Tim was in my discipleship group. Marty uh, Marcia was in Marty's group. So uh, this is old home week. Uh, we we may never uh, be able to get off the air tonight. Um, please welcome Tim and Marcia. Tim, hi. Thank hello. you for joining. Hi, Tim. Tim, hello, hello, hello. It's Marty. Hi, Marty. How you doing? Good, Good to hear your voice. You haven't changed at all. Your picture is everything. You haven't changed at all. So A little. Good. <laughs> and A little more gray. Marcia, there. Yes, I am. How are you? Martha, and your voice hasn't changed either. I'm great. How are you? I'm great. You make me um, teary-eyed just hearing your voice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, welcome, both of you. What's that, why honey? Don't little, why don't you get a little background? When you say New Covenant, you assume that everybody understands what you're talking about. Um, and it's specifically to catch... And the history that you're going to be talking to Tim and Marsha about, it might be helpful if, if people got a setting of what you're, what you're referring to when you say New Covenant. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we, are, uh, we are in the middle, uh, in, in the catch, our, um, our daily, uh, daily email that we send out um, and is also a blog on our website, uh, catchjohnfisher.wordpress.com. Um, this is a... The new, the new Covenant passage has been a central piece to my Christian life, my teaching, my ministry, everything that I've done, um, and then Marty's as well uh, for, well, it, for, since the beginning. 
and um, since the beginning of our our marriage and our time together, it continues to be what I believe is one of the most important um, uh, areas of Scripture to teach us how how to live the Christian life, what it really is all about. And um, uh, we are doing uh, right now uh, what we call a 21-day challenge, and that is we have divided the New Covenant passage into 21 little bites, and we're taking a bite each day, and then each day there is um, a question or a, a, uh, a challenge, which is something to think about, something to write, maybe take a picture or a video, and then post it on our special Facebook. Uh, we have a designated Facebook page just for the 21-day challenge. And so we can get your comments, and we can all start to grow together as we interact with the material. And the reason this is so important is that um, this, is, this is Paul in 2 Corinthians reestablishing his authority as a minister. And he's, he's really based, basically saying why his ministry is so important. And not important, but how, what's the basis of it? And his whole point is it's not Paul, it's not me, it's not any one of us. It is Christ. Our ministry is Christ in and through us. And the, the freeing part of this message is that it's not only Christ in and through us, it is Christ in spite of us. And that's the real important when it starts to meet the rubber of the road of our real life. Because none of us can pull off the Christian life. We know that. We're, who are we trying to fool? But the point is, no matter what is going on in our life, God is always leading us in his triumph, in his parade. He is making statements through our life. His presence is seen, the fragrance of knowing him is seen and known through everything we're going through. And so we will have a ministry. It's not, I would like to have a ministry. It, you do have a ministry. If you know Christ, and if you're walking in faith every day, stumbling along, doesn't matter what's going on in your life, you have a ministry because Christ's fragrance is in your life. And it goes on regardless. In fact, the whole thing starts out in verse 12 where Paul missed an open opportunity for the gospel because he was so anxious that his plans didn't work out the way he wanted them to. So he walked right by the door that the Lord had opened and right after that says, but thanks be to God anyway who is always leading us in his triumph and always saying something through our lives and manifesting his life through our so what we're going to be finding out in the next, well, now 17 days, because we're in day five now, is how this all works. And the more, the further we go in, the deeper it gets. It's just a wonderful passage. And the beautiful thing is you begin to realize how God is using you right now, how he wants to use you every day. And um, People can jump in any time, right, even though they might have missed the first five days? What's that, honey? I said, um, people can jump in tomorrow, yes. even though they make the first five days, right? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yes, of course. They can jump in anywhere along the way. And, if, of course, if they get excited, they can also go back and uh, see everything and, and read everything. They're all as catches um, listed. And, and, uh, but, no, you can jump in any time. Please, please join us and please comment. We, uh, we really are longing to have more of your comments on our Facebook page because I think that's what's going to generate um, 
a deeper understanding as we all interrelate to ourselves. So that's what we're doing with the catch. And this is really why I called Tim primarily. We want to hear in a minute about what Tim is doing right now. But um, but I, I want to know from Tim, um, because Tim was in what, what I look at as my first discipleship group. It was the first one I ever ever took on. And uh, Tim and about four or five other, other men, um, one of whom, another one of whom we might have on the show a little bit later on. Um, but we walked through the New Covenant, and we also walked through our lives, and we grew a lot uh, in, in a few, the, the few months that we spent together. Um, I wanted Tim to just relate a little bit about that experience to you, what, it, what it's looking back all these years later, what that meant to him, and uh, perhaps even aspects of the New Covenant ministry that have, that have stuck with him even, even to this day. You, you want to comment on that, Tim? Sure. Um, I do re- remember our time and, and how it got me more grounded in the Word. And, I, you know, I had, I had my faith and I had my belief and my relationship with Christ, but the, the Word wasn't rich in me and I, I didn't really have it. Uh, I didn't have that full understanding and grounding that, that the Word brings. Um, and that really helped to get me more connected to not only the Word but God's plan and how God has a, a plan for us, a, a new plan. The new covenant is a new plan. It's a new plan that that requires uh, very little from us because Christ has done it all and it re- requires us just hooking in and, and becoming, joining in and becoming part of it and letting God work through us instead of us trying to attain. Because I'd always been somebody who's been striving, striving my whole life, you know, trying to be a better person yeah. and striving to try to do, accomplish things. And then when I started letting go and letting God, it, it really made a difference. Uh, right. Kind of one of the most immediate differences was that after working in the class, I decided that I needed to be more active in my ministry. So I looked around and said, where do I want to be here? And I said, well, I love kids, and I relate to kids really well being a kid myself. I just never <laughs> grew up. Um, so I remember going to my parents' church and volunteering to uh, be a uh, Sunday school teacher and this superintendent of Sunday school said, you're volunteering? Nobody does that. So got a big charge out of that. So I worked with kids for quite a number of years at uh, Union Presbyterian Peninsula Bible Church and later at Jubilee Christian Center. Um, I was working with the music program and then one of the youth leaders and just several years working with kids, and it was an amazing time for me. Got a lot out of it. Wow. Wow. And uh, did you discover during that time that, that, that sense that you can have of that, that God is God's actually using you, he's speaking through you, he's doing things you could never have thought of yourself? In, 
I, I did, but you know what I what I really discovered was that one of the, the key ingredients for me was being faithful, was committing mm-hmm. to something and staying with it and being just being there. I, I remember uh, I was coming in one morning, hauling my amplifiers in. We had quite a large group. We had uh, about 150 kids in, over at Jubilee, and I was bringing my amplifier in one morning, getting ready for the service, and I had the I was a band director, and I had all these kids I'd been mentoring, uh, drummers and guitar players and keyboards and singers. And the, um, the worship, the, um, the youth director looked over at me and said, you're a faithful brother, you know. And, and that was kind of when, I, when she said that, it was one of the, the highest praise that I could think of. People, you know, would mm. always tell me, you know, oh, you're so great at guitar and everything. And it doesn't. You know, it's like, okay, but to be known as being faithful was so important. And so I, I, I really well, treasured that. You know, I look at, I look at that, Tim, as, as what Ron Ritchie used to call showing up. That's, and uh, I remember his newspaper clipping <laughs> on the wall. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> he had a newspaper clipping on the wall and it says, Ron Ritchie says, just show up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, that's when you when you come to understand the new covenant ministry, you realize that that really it is it is what Christ does in and through us, and our requirement is basically to get ourselves there and and show up and believe uh, in the gifts He's given us and His presence in our life, and 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 it's amazing how God takes over from there, and uh, whatever you commit yourself to, I. And I, uh, the classic illustration I remember of that was uh, uh, there was actually a, a real estate company called Ritchie uh, Real Estate. And um, when, when Ron left one church and, and youth group and went, went to the Peninsula Bible Church, he left. He had been in Walnut Creek Press for some time. And when I came on the scene, he was just transferring over to Peninsula Bible Church group. And these kids threw him a big party. And they had gone out and got a huge, it was like a four-by-eight-foot sign that they unveiled at this event. And it said, Available Richie. <laughs> and that, because that was his whole message. He was always saying that's all God requires of you to be available. And here it is, Available Richie. And I always thought, yeah, you know, and if it was if it was me, my sign would be, by appointment only. <laughs> and so, so getting from by appointment only to being available all the time is is really the call of the gospel, and learning, growing to be available whenever, whenever he wants you, whenever, wherever you are, and that's uh, that's what we're trying to learn here at the catch. Well, Marcia, how well, about, God will do that. You... He will just bring people into your lives, and then, you know, yeah. at those moments, that's your ministry. But he brings somebody that's in right. your life, and it, the next thing you know, it's, like it's, it's a God appointment. That's so true. Uh, Marcia, uh, yes. now you were in Marty's group, right? Right. I, I, um can can you tell us anything about your experience with that and, and how that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
It was a great group of young ladies, <laughs> and uh, they were all fun to be around, and um, I think we learned a lot about each other and uh, supported each other when people, when we were down maybe having some troubles or when we're, you know, having fun, you know, we're just all supporting each other and um, and Marty was always there for us. I remember it was, uh, <laughs> Marsha was this yeah. cool, lean, faithful woman. She was so calm. You know, I can be a little on the hyper side, and she would just be so calming. And things that entered into her life that we all stood back and were amazed at, that she took it so easily when we were going, oh, that's not possible, blah, 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 like chicken. <laughs> and she was, just, she was just taking it as it came, and um, she taught us a lot about what it was to follow God, even if it didn't make any sense to us yeah. on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's that, and that's the beauty beauty of a of a of a real group, a discipleship group. It's not it's not one teacher and three and four followers. It's um, it's it's five followers, and uh, well, the one teacher is the Lord, and the, the the only the one person may take the responsibility to organize it, to 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 you know, and to help make make it happen and come together, but we're all we're all learning from each other daily because the Lord lives in all of us. And and we're all gifted in a different way to to encourage one another. And and so we're gonna we're gonna touch each other in in, in various ways. And that's that's the beauty of of being in a being in a, a small group like this and how much we can learn from it. Yeah. One of the things that I remember so well was that um, the, the women that were in my group that Marsha was a part of, um, they were also teachable. They were hungry. They wanted to, mm. they wanted to be there. They, um, my rule was um, either if you're, if you're, unless you're dead or out of the country, you had to be there every Wednesday night with your homework done. And not one time did any one of the women not show up on Wednesday night with their homework done, ready, sleeves rolled up, ready to roll in and go deeper. Um, uh, there was something about their commitment, um, and, and, and today, when you look at where they are today and what they're doing, is one a president of the United States? No. Is one one the IBM? No. But are they? Are they impacting people's lives wherever they go? Yes. And have they been for the last, what, I don't want to tell you how many years? Yes, they have. <laughs> yes, they have. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Fantastic. We've had... Yeah, and we've we've had the joy of of uh, being reunited with a few of them, and uh, um, so this is this is very exciting. Well, um, Tim, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit, uh, real quick, about what you are doing now. Um, uh, what is what is this thing you've gotten yourself into with uh, with music and a studio? It's really pretty cool. So can you can you kind of put that in a uh, uh, briefly bring us up to date with what you're doing? Well, there's, there's a lot of things going on. I've been uh, a worship leader and assistant pastor for a number of years. Um, currently, the elder one of the elders at our church. Uh, we just moved back to the Bay Area a couple of years ago, and um, I became an elder. Um, I was the associate pastor of the church over in Tracy when we were up there. 
And Marsha was the administrative assistant to the pastor at the church in Tracy. And when we came back, uh, Marsha became the uh, the pastor asked her to head up the intercessory prayer group. So that's currently what she's doing every Sunday. Um, Actually, she's on her way from here to Bible study tonight with the pastor and some of the other elders. Um, I'm usually at the studio working. and then I play with the worship team on Sundays, and then when our uh, worship pastors out, worship leaders out, I'm, I take over. Uh, every couple of months, I'll, I'll usually lead a service. And then from time to time, my group, which is uh, with Mark Canoli, uh, you know the Canolis, Ron Canoli, Mark Canoli. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mark, Mark and I have a band called uh, Mark Canoli and Kingdom Voice. And we go out and we do, um, we play various places. I was just looking at the um, picture that you posted. That was actually uh, recently uh, Mark and I did a tag team preaching at Abundant Life in Mountain View. Um, And that, I think, was from me preaching. I hadn't seen that picture before, so I was surprised to see it on your site. Um, (laughs) We've been doing that, and then Mark and I, uh, became partners in a recording studio, and we decided that we were going to focus on Christian music, and this is our specialty. So we've been attracting Christian artists from pretty much all over. Uh, Mark did a project a, a few months ago uh, with a woman from Belgium you know, flew out for seven weeks to do an album with Mark. And I have a woman that's flying in from Texas. She's been here four times this year to work with me. We've released uh, three singles with her. She just uh, did a performance in Barbados with uh, Kirk Franklin and Hezekiah Walker. So she's taking off. We're going to be uh, working with her at the end of this month, uh, backing her up, actually. She used to be in our group and moved away, but she's coming back from time to time. So we've been specializing in Christian music uh, with their studio. And uh, recently we brought in a new producer, who is also um, doing a lot of Christian music. He's going to be producing the uh, the uh, woman who just won the Sunday's Best program, which is like an American Idol for at, on the, the BET network. And uh, we're all excited about that one. Um, looking forward to it. We'll probably do some playing on it. So we're doing cool. a lot of Christian music every day. Wow. We're kind of immersed in it. So a lot wow. of things happening. Kind of, kind of a dream come <laughs> true, Tim. Is, is that? It sounds like it. I mean, you're doing what you love to do, right? Well, I'm, we're we're sitting in the studio right now. I'm sitting in front of my my mixing board, and and just <laughs> Mark looked at me the other night and he said, "I can't believe it. We have our own studio." You know, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of amazing because when people came in, come in, and they look at we, you know, we put the walls up and put the glass up and set everything up and put soundproofing everywhere wow. and just eight eight months of 14 hours a day working to build the place. And um, wow. we've got three control rooms now and two, uh, three recording areas and um, a nice drum stage. And it's just, it's kind of a, it is a dream come true. We're, we're constantly working. I was here till about 11 last night working on our new album. Kingdom Voice has our, our third album that's coming out as soon as we finish it. So we're just in the process of putting the drum tracks in and getting ready to start 
mixing down the yeah. uh, mixing down the record pretty soon. Tim, is this in addition to there, there's there's one you got one that you have out. It's called "It's Time to Shout," and then I thought I saw that there's another one just released. It's called "Never Had It So Good," and then yours, your own original material, um, called "Outpouring," all offered on www.kingdomvoiceworship.com. Um, um, so you're talking about another album on top of "It's Time to Shout." Never had it so good and outpouring. There's right. We have, a, we have a new one coming yes. out, um, and actually Mark's brother Ron is going to be on one of the tracks. I think he's going to be on the title track along with Mark's younger brother. So we're pretty excited about it. The, the, we're very excited about it, the, the material. We're, this one is our focus on this new album is uh, to create music that people can sing along with. Our, our focus was to not be performers, but to be leaders that help people to enter in, to worship, and to, we want people to sing along with our songs. So we wanted to make mm. them simple enough that people could sing along and, and get it and, you know, not, mm. we've been playing our instruments for years, and yes, we know we can play, but we don't have to show off. <laughs> we want to, we want to have, we want to have songs that are infectious, encouraging, and exciting, and that people want to sing along with. And our greatest desire is, is that our songs would catch on in different churches everywhere would start to sing our songs. That's, that's our greatest desire, that, that we would create worship music that people could wor- worship with anywhere in the world. And that, uh, that, would, that would be the fulfillment of our, our dream and our vision. Wow. Just well, to a, um, a set of history, Tim. Can you tell everyone who Mark is? I don't think I don't think we set you up enough to have you have the people understand who you're working with and 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 and, and where um, at least at least Mark came from from the um, Promise Keepers group. Could you possibly help our listeners? Well, Mark is Mark comes from um, quite a history. He was. When he was 22 years old, he got signed with Whitfield Records and went through a, a long secular career, was on gold and platinum um, Grammy-winning albums, uh, produced albums with Junior Walker, that did uh, movie soundtracks, uh, played with the, the band, the Motown band, the Funk Brothers. Um, he just had an unbelievable career. And then he left that career just behind and came up to San Jose to work with his brother, Ron, and in a church and be, just leave everything behind, become a sound man. And then Ron's career took off, and Ron became one of the top worship leaders through the 90s and the early 2000s, uh, one of the world's top worship leaders. And then Mark uh, worked for quite a while doing Promise Keepers. Uh, he, did, he was working events all over the country, and the way the Kingdom Voice came together is Mark came to me at, at one point in 96 and said uh, Promise Keepers had approached him to put a band together. And he said, I don't have a band. And at that point, I had a band. And he said, would you consider joining your band with me and going to Atlanta and doing the Georgia Dome? And I said, let's go. And so we got <laughs> out there and we had such a great time. We said, we need to keep this going. And that's how the band began. And it just snowballed from there. 
So I didn't realize that, Tim. Did you did did you play for a lot of the Promise Keepers? Uh, I did in the, the one in Atlanta, and I was in Oakland a couple of times. But Mark was was uh, was one of the only musicians that all, all the other musicians on the platform were all big time Christian um, players, and Mark was oh. the only one that that wasn't really well known at the time in Christian mm. circles. He certainly is known now. I mean, he's had a double award and a um, couple of double awards, one with his brother and uh, another with the uh, with Maranatha Records for the uh, Promise Keepers. He recorded on the Promise Keepers album as well. Okay. So, so but you guys are doing, are, are together now, and you're doing this, uh, you're doing the studio pretty much with him, Well, right? we're doing the studio, and we're doing the group, and then we're doing and, the records, mm-hmm. and then we're producing Great. other people, and so there's just all these things. Uh, and and then, Marty? A, I'm sorry, I have a question for you. Is there an instrument that you do not know how to play? <laughs> <laughs> I don't play any brass anymore. <laughs> I played sax for a while. I play flute a little bit now, but it, pretty much I'm just down to just a few instruments. Uh, this uh, new producer that just started with this is, plays 14 instruments, so when I stand next to him, I just feel like I'm <laughs> a nothing. <laughs> so. I, 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 just to recall, you were just such a charismatic man to begin with that I could not imagine ever you being without uh, some instrument in your hand um, as a means of being able to communicate the word, I, I, and you've done it always so well. Uh, well, it's what I love to do, you know, it's... I feel, for me, I feel really close to God when I'm when I'm in worship and I'm just lost in playing and I'm lost in in the worship and you know the the mm. spirit is moving and that's that's when I feel God's presence the most. Wow. And, and Marsha, I've got I've got to ask you. You know, um, we always in our group would wonder how does Marsha deal with this charismatic man that is so. So in love with the Lord and 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 loves the Lord through music, you know. Um, there's no no such thing as a normal day to be married to someone like that. But now I get it with you being um, um, dealing with the um, prayer as a prayer warrior. Um, I, I'm getting it that this is all in preparation for you to be um, uh, in a position to be able to be submissive enough and capable enough through the Spirit to be able to handle um, intercessory prayer, which is huge, huge, huge. I think huge respect to Marsha for doing that. John, John, John. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I mean, we have a, we just have in, at the catch. We have a yeah. brand new ministry that's called uh, that, is, that, is, that is the Catch Ministry Prayer Group, and um, it is a group of people who um, have God has specifically picked. John and I chose not to touch this because, as you all know, Marsha, um, we're talking about a whole lot of spiritual warfare in this game, and. Um, and so God has to bring out people that are capable of handling such a reality and then not, not handling it, but interceding on behalf of others in it. So there's a huge level of respect that I have for this night, I believe, that John shares with me. But could you talk about that a little bit? I'd love to hear your thoughts. About uh, an accessory prayer? Or? Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, well, um, I've had several people tell me, in years before, that that was what I was to do, and that uh, it seems that everywhere I go, that's mentioned. And um, 
right now we have a great pastor that uh, is very big on prayer. And he uh, led his prayer uh, group for a cathedral of faith for years. And, um, and now he, I mean, his whole ministry is based on his relationship with God and, and the, the prayer. And um, so he's, he's a good leader and uh, trainer for us. You know, he, mm. it's just, uh, it's good. <laughs> in, I, in my I opinion, the intercessory prayer is, is, is uh, the ultimate mystery, ministry, in my opinion, in God's plan for salvation. I mean, Jesus forever lives to make intercession for us. Um, and yet, and he's been interceding for us for about 2,000 years um, through people like you. Uh, we should say that what you do is pretty important mm-hmm. in the wholeness of the ministry of God. Um, uh, I, I honor you and I, I thank you for being um, so vulnerable and so willing to take on so much. Yeah. Thank and you. I. I I, I would like to say, uh, you know, just encourage to our listeners, um, as Marty mentioned, we have started our own prayer ministry here, and um, we we have a prayer team, and uh, uh, through our website, we have the means by which you can um, email to us your requests, and uh, we are taking these very seriously so much so that we want to know by the end of a week um, if, uh, if you're, you know, what's happening. We want an update. And uh, uh, so, you know, we expect to have these, these prayers answered so that we can move on to others. And, uh, and so that's, that's, the way, that's the way we're treating it. Um, so uh, this is a real, this is real encouragement to us, Marcia, to, to hear that this is something that you are doing as well. Um, and, and we, like Marty says, we, we don't know, we don't know much about this. <laughs> we're just, we're just standing back and letting these other people who have more experience say, go for it, you know, because, uh, I believe, I believe in prayer. I have a lot to learn about prayer in, in my own life, uh, for sure. These people, though, um, are people that are intercessory prayer warriors are people that have been given a, a special endowment by the Holy Spirit. Uh, that transforms us, the Christ followers, into um, uh, us, the people that follow the Lord into prayer warriors for the sake of other people and their ministries. It's a very unique ministry um, that, um, like John said, neither John or I understand, but I don't think we're, I, I like everyone else, I don't think we have to. God has called all of us to pray. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is not to mm-hmm. sit back and say, okay, we're going to call Marcia and have her take care of this, but um, he's called all of us to pray, but, but specifically, for areas that require intersection um, to, to call on prayer words. For us, Tim and Marcia, our ministry is for people, it is an international ministry of people all over the world, but, but it's a hidden ministry. We are a ministry in the Internet. We do not see them on Sunday mornings. Um, we don't know what they're doing during the week. Um, and we don't see yeah. them in the grocery store. And so because of that, they have, many have a tendency to share with us things that they wouldn't normally share with their own community. Um, very, very, very uh, uh, protected uh, thoughts because of perceived judgment that they, thought, that they think they might receive. Um, um, and, and, and we've had over, God, over the last 
recently had this arrival about a month. Service has been answered all, all over the place. I, 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 mm. I think the, the prayer warrior is telling us that they needed, to ha- they wanted to have us um, have the people report back within seven days of what was going on in their life. Not only just to encourage the prayer warriors, but I think what was happening mm. is that um, um, the people that have asked for prayer uh, have their eyes wide open to see the Lord. Versus saying, oh, would you pray for me for this in a short way? But, um, but mm. they're really going, oh, my God, I've got people that are praying for me. I better keep my eyes wide open to see what God is doing. And they see it. Mm. They don't necessarily be as, um, as, as, as alive to this um, than they would not, without knowing these people are caring for them. And then also on the other hand, to have somebody to know that a perfect stranger Marcia, you don't know, they don't know you, to have a perfect stranger be committed to praying for you, in a sense, 24-7, is, is a mystery beyond all relationships. I mean, it really takes us to um, uh, the, the, the heavenlies and the spiritual realities that, um, that, that intercessory prayer is. So, again, I, I thank you on behalf of the people that you serve, and I will thank the prayer warriors that serve us. Amen. Well, uh, I hate to say, but I think our our time is about up. Um, I want to yes, remind please. everybody um, of uh, uh, the uh, uh, Tim's website. There are a couple, but um, the one with the music, I believe, is KingdomVoiceWorship.com. Is that right, Tim? That's uh, for Mark and and Kingdom Voice. That's our band. Yeah, KingdomVoiceWorship.com. And I then there's Kingdom... You can get yes. it's, it's time to shout. Uh, never had it so good. Brand new, brand new albums. And and then Tim's reggae gospel CD um, called Outpouring. That is, I can't wait to get that one. That's going to be really great. <laughs> At kingdomvoiceworship.com. And then the other like, one for the uh, recording studio is kingdomvoiceproductions.com. Yeah. And that's, even that's the people, studio. People listening. Yeah, the studio. We might have people listening who who uh, might be able to uh, uh, put a studio to work out there in the Bay Area. So uh, here it's at. One of the things that we found that is kind of overriding is that God has given so many people, put a song in their heart, and they don't know what to do with it. And one of the things that we've helped um, dozens and dozens of people do is to translate that from in their heart and in their mind to being able to uh, make a record for them, get it on iTunes, and and get it out. Uh, So that's kind of our specialty. You know, Tim, that's amazing because in the olden days, which were not too very long ago, you had to to rely on these giant production companies to choose whether or not they want to have you or not. But for you to be able to serve people because they, they believe and they know the Lord's place is on their heart, that needs to get out. What a ministry. What an amazing ministry. So so if I had a song, and believe me, I don't because I don't know how to carry a tune, but if I had a song on my heart that I wanted to have, um, um, to be, to be able to have for the form of being able to give it out to others, I could call you and you would be willing to let me come into your studio and I could record with you um, my song? Absolutely. <clears throat> One of the things that I've learned that God has gifted me with is a lot of singers come in and they'll start singing and I'm able to 
hear the chords that go behind the song and hear the music for the song, ask them what kind of production that they want, and we just we work on it, and I'd listen to examples that they show me from other records and things, and we just build it. So cool. usually I'm able to put the drums together and the, the bass and the keyboards and whatever else that they, they need to put in. I just had a, a woman, a Hawaiian woman yesterday, we just finished mixing her song that we've been working on for several weeks, and she's so excited to get this song finished, and it's it's really yeah. cool. kind of has a little bit of a Hawaiian twist on it. Okay. And I'm playing all the instruments on it for her, and, and it, it just came from her heart, and she's she's so excited yeah. to, to be able to release it now. The next step is to, to put it on iTunes and make a CD to, to uh, get around to her friends in the church. Tim, you know, there's, so a guy cool. by the name of Andy, there's a guy by the name of Andy who's, who has requested prayer from our group because he has a song on his heart that he wants to get out. He has several songs, and he, and he cannot find an avenue. He's been going through the traditional form of, of, of the producers of, from the record companies. Mm. Um, but could you possibly, would you possibly write up something that we could put on our website that we could ha- keep there for a while so that people could know that this source was there, that they could, they could, they could take advantage of you? Um, as I, this kid, Andy, is not the only one. John, how many people have written you and said, Help me out. Help me, help yeah. me out and get, get in this music industry. Not the industry. They don't want the industry. They want the ability to have what they do recorded. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in a really unique time now that, that has never transpired before. They, the record companies had a death grip on the music business for years, and they've lost mm-hmm. that death grip now. In fact, record companies aren't really that necessary anymore um, because of the social media Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes, mm-hmm. and all the Amazon. There's so many ways that we can get music out now that it, it it just made it available for everyone. And we're doing all kinds of things. We're able to we're shooting videos ourselves and putting them on on uh, okay. iTunes and on, on YouTube, rather. And and we're putting um, things up on iTunes for our, our artists. And so there's there's a capability that we've never had, and it doesn't, you know, you don't have to sign your life away with a record company anymore, and and they take everything and and, and give you the crumbs. <laughs> you know, right, you, right, can, right. you can you yeah. can in charge your own direction, and you can the way you want, and not what they tell you to do. So we just right. have so much more freedom now. It's a really amazing time. So this is one of the exciting things about what we're doing now is that we're part of that process to help to get people to teach them how to do it, how to put things together, show them how they can make their music, how they can uh, put it, get a CD, how they can get it on iTunes, how they can put together a YouTube video and do everything and get it out. And this is Part of what we, a big part of what we do, uh, with mentoring people and producing them, and so we've got three producers here. Uh, each of us has a little bit different style, and we mm-hmm. kind of really specialized in helping people develop Christian music. It's our specialty. Cool. We have people coming from all over the, literally all over the world, to do it with us. Yeah, what a ministry! I mean, I, the, the game is not to be 
the, the, the greatest, you know, um, hit groups in the world, as much as it is their hearts being able to form, being able to introduce their heart to others of, 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 of their either sense of worship or their love for the Lord or, or what they have to say. I mean, there's a new group that I'm in love with called um, uh, Manic Drive. Have you heard of them? What are they called? I'm giving them a commercial and they don't even know who I am. Manic Drive. Um, it's, they are hot. I mean, in my opinion, they're hot. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they have, they're a Christian group, but they're, they're, um, their lyrics are lessons, um, and, and it's a bit of um, pop and a little bit of punk, but it's, um, it's, it's just, to me, I adore them, and I bet they found someone like you that lets them have the opportunity to put their heart on, on tape. I bet, I bet. You know, Tim, you have an amazing ministry you have. It's amazing. I, I, um, please give us, please give us um, some information to put on our site. Plus, would you ever consider singing one of your songs from Outpouring that we could possibly offer to um, our, our readers? Sure. Absolutely. I'm working on a, actually, I've got a couple solo, more solo albums in me. I, that was uh, my reggae album, reggae gospel album, and I'm working on a blues gospel album. It's going to be the, the latest thing I'm working on. And then I have another reggae album that I already have seven cuts that are finished. So uh, but I, the blues album, the gospel blues has been so popular that um, Marcia told me that I, I need to get that one out first because uh, kind of wherever we go, people ask for the, the blues thing. And so I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, she said oh, that's happy cool. blues. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of a blues style, but it's it's really it's more back to gospel roots and you know uplifting gospel style of music that has you know is where blues came from, and mm-hmm. blues just got you know wallowing in self pity, but you know this is this is music that's going to glorify the Lord and. But we're going to have some punky guitar in it and some harmonica and some things. Oh, fun. Fun. Cool. Cool. Um, I, I, know, I know you're wanting to close this thing, but I just have one thing. Marcia just did what we all envied her for. She did not jump in like I am and interrupting John <laughs> like I'm doing. She is coming alongside and quietly recalling to him <laughs> what, the, what, what the real intent of the music she's doing. And, and, he's, and I don't think Tim Abbott would be Tim Abbott without this woman called Marsha, who gently and calmly went, mm-hmm, went along with it, and then, and then kind of, uh, she, she always rolled with the punches, but, but, but kind of guided him towards um, the things of the Lord. Um, I honor you, Marsha. You've come a long way, lady. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't mean that you've come more, you're more of who you are than you were when I met you, and um, when I met you, you were amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I've got you know I'm I've got the board here for the time, and I have a caller. Should I should I see who it is? I wonder if it's some. It could be somebody who knows Tim. Let's see. By all means, and if you don't like him, just hang up on him. Yeah, we'll just hang up on him. Who who we got here? Did someone just call in? Radio catch John Fisher here. Hello. Hi. 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 Who are Hi, you? Hi, John. Hi, Marty. This is Hi. Dave. Who is it? Dave, 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 Dave Kelly. 
I was just listening. I was just listening to your uh, talking about intercessory prayer and all those kinds of things. Oh, Dave, felt the need. Just felt the need to chime in about something. Oh, good. Please do. Well, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty and uneasiness about praying for people in an intercessory mode. And I think most of that, not all of it, but most of that stems from the fact that not a lot of people are comfortable just hanging out in the presence of God. Mm. And that's one thing you really, really, really need to be effective at intercessory prayer. You need to just feel comfortable and just be able to hang with God. I know it's putting it in terms that are not very religious, but, you know, in the vernacular... Go ahead, Mark. I understand. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm just saying most people they they don't look at prayer as just hanging out with the Lord and talking with Him. They look at it in a formal type sense. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's time to pray. You know, right. and and okay, well, God, you know, Father, whatever, you know, and they have this formality to it. Uh-huh. And instead of just you know. Being able to hang with him and say, hey, Lord, how's it going, you know, right now? I mean, you know, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm thinking about. And uh, someone asked me to talk to you about this. And, and, uh, you know, so I just want to, you know, get that in there and and get your thoughts on it and see what you're thinking about it. And, you know, let's see if we can't take care of this, you know, type of attitude. I'm not saying you have to use those words, but just that attitude. You know, Mm -hmm. God has called us to be alongside of him in this ministry. In this life, and mm. and that's where we need to hang out. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are, are very uncomfortable with intercessory type. But I'm, you know, nobody has to agree with me. I'm, I don't really care, you know. No, but, Dave, I think uh, you're right. I'm, I'm walking right with you on this. I'm, I'm, I, it's magical to me what you do as a prayer warrior. And you're telling me it's hanging out with God and saying, "Hey, here's this issue. Here's one." That we're talking about um, how, yeah. we, how we pray, what we should pray. Mm. Well, cool. I'd like, I could jump in on something, too. I think that's one of the things yeah. that because I've been watching Marsha for a long time, and, and I know that when, when she prays, that that God listens because things happen. And, so, and what what I've noticed about her is that and it's it's the whole idea of standing in the gap and being, you know, standing in the gap for other people and being, you know, putting yourself aside and focusing on the needs of others and coming to God humbly and and not with your whole plan, but coming yeah, with, being no, with no folks. plan, with no plan. Just, no here, plan. here's the deal, God. Here's the situation. You know, you do it. You know. And that's what that's what he says he wants. You know, he says, "Make your request known to me." Right. You know. Amen. And and that and that's all he says. Well, okay, I'm I'm asking. Here it is. This is what I'm asking. Take care of this. The thing that makes a difference with the intercessory prayers is the focus is is not on ourselves and on our needs. We put everything that we need aside in intercessory mm-hmm. prayer. We focus yeah. on the the needs of the, the church. Uh, the individuals of 
people that are in distress or people that are having health mm-hmm. problems, whatever whatever the yeah. Lord has put on your heart to to pray for, but that yeah. you know, to be standing in the gap for that ministry. Yeah. That's, That's great. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. Hey, you know, Paul's so calling in. Paul says in a couple of places, he says, even if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice mm-hmm. and service of your faith. And that's, that's the attitude we need to have. Just pour me out, Lord. That, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. Just, I, I, am, I am disposable, dispensable, whatever. You know, let, let's just focus on what needs to be done here, and that's why I'm coming to talk to you about it. Uh, yeah. That's great. Well, Dave, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, yeah. Tim and Marcia, thank you so much for being available. This has been kind of an interesting night. We've covered the New Covenant and, and the music business and, uh, and, and prayer and, and the intercessory prayer. So um, I, I want to remind everybody that uh, these pr- the prayer help and assistance is available through the catch. So uh, please take advantage of that. And I want to remind you also about the 21-day challenge uh, on the New Covenant Ministry. Get, let's get going on that and see what God does in our lives in the next 17 days. Um, I think it's going to be tremendously exciting. I, I just believe this is, this is one of the most life-changing passages in the Scripture. Um, and it's so really- I, I really, the more, the more you are into it, uh, you know, the, the more the more you're going to get out of it. Is it like, uh, and that that's just the way it works. So, um, gosh, thank you, thank you again, Tim. Um, uh, everybody, yeah, everybody has got got some resources here. Uh, should you want to take care, advantage of them, it's uh, once again it's uh, KingdomVoiceWorship.com and KingdomVoiceProductions.com for music and for for recording. Uh, um, honey, I think I'm going to go up there. <laughs> I know, I know. I, it, it, you're overdue, John. You're overdue. Um, um, but, but here's the thing. Jim is going to provide for us, for our site, so that we can make this service, and it is a service yeah. available to so many people that, that wish to express the, the word in song and music. Um, I, and so, um, and, and to hear a couple of, of, of Jim's chants, it's going to knock everybody's socks off if they haven't heard Jim have it. Oh, yeah. I know you always did like reggae. I'm so glad you got the reggae. Thing. No, I don't That's like cool. it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, well, listen, we're going to go out, and uh, uh, Tim, we're going to go out with a, with a song that you may uh, remember. I don't, uh, you know... <laughs> Dig deep back into your memories and see if you remember the guitar part. Tim and Marcia, thank you so much. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Oh, see you Yes, yes. Thank you, Tim. God bless you guys. Yeah, you too. What a nice Johnny, huh? Yeah, fantastic. My heart is so full.